Hi friends, this is Landon Wietrich, and I am sitting alongside Braden Knobloch. We want to welcome you to our very first episode of our podcast, Inquire Inside. Today, we're mainly going to be covering two points. First and foremost, what does the future of this podcast look like? As far as the content we'll be sharing, um, what you'll be listening to, and then secondly, why did we start this podcast? What, how did this all come about? Um, Brayden, I'm just going to go ahead and hand it over to you here. Thanks for driving all the way down here, by the way. Awesome. It was, it was a great seven hours. That's a long drive, but just, yeah, know that I appreciate it. I'll be driving up your way next time. Um, Mrs. Knobloch, if you're listening to this, thank you so much for letting him take this drive. But anyway, so go, let's, we'll talk about, you know, future episodes and then, that will kind of segue into them and why we even wanted to do this. Um, as far as future episodes go, you know, we're, we're looking at both you and I, we we've gone through seasons of life where there was maybe not a whole lot of self-discipline and growth. And we, we've learned some things the hard way. And today we, um, are very grateful for what we've learned. And I, and speaking for myself, I'm in a very different place than where I was even just like three years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm kind of getting into a little bit of the why of the podcast right now, but um, the future episodes are going to be, you know, promoting, promoting self-discipline, promoting growth. What is keeping us on track? The new things that we're learning. Um, yeah. No, absolutely, and I think um, we had talked about this at length, but um, um, not only you and I, but but bringing on professionals. I look forward to learning from um, those that are generous enough just to give us their time, their insight, their experiences. Uh, obviously, we're both young, um, and part of our experiences are um, help us form who we are today, right? But if we could help, you know, those... <sighs> The younger's uh, the the younger men uh, specifically uh, in those in those dark those lonely confusing times understand um, that it's going to be okay and understand that there's things that they can implement um, that will definitely help them uh, and and growth not just um, you know this is not just a podcast about uh, you know. You know, physically, uh, you know, I mean, we're talking mental growth, spiritual growth. Um, we're, we're not, we're just, not pigeonholing into right, one, right. one aspect. Right. And not that you and I are professionals in all these. Absolutely not. Uh, sure? Yeah. Yeah. I'm 100% sure. Obviously, there's areas uh, in your life that, that you excel at um, and we will definitely be leaning on you for those insights. And then, I don't know about um, that. And then bringing in others, uh, I, I I mean, that's one of the things that excites me the most about the future episodes is just seeing where this, uh, you know, kind of kind of takes us, uh, for sure. So as, <clears throat> as far as, like, the guests go, each of us know individuals that are experts in a, in a specific field. They're extremely disciplined and aware. You'll hear me talk a lot about awareness because I, I truly believe awareness is the beginning to growth. If you If you don't know who you are, if you're not aware of who you are, if you're not aware of where you want to go, um, you'll, you're never going to be, you're never going to grow in, in a consistent direction. You might grow backwards or digress, digress. Um, but, um, you know, we, we know 
we know people that are very disciplined and very knowledgeable when it comes to finances or, you know, time management, investing. Um, you know, I, I, I'm kind of a fitness guru myself, but there are other people like that know more than me and stuff that we would even bring on and so forth. And I'm sure, you know, individuals as well, they're experts in certain fields. And like you mentioned, well, you mentioned some of my strengths, but, but like, I know you have certain, like, for example, all the books that you read, that's something I'm trying to work on. I'm not very disciplined when it comes to reading. I can listen to books, but I, I feel like actually sitting down and, you know, and reading a book, there's, um, I feel like it's just too easy to flip on a book and, and listen to it. There's maybe for some people it's fine, but let me put it this way. Based on what I know about myself and um, where I can be lazy, I feel like actually disciplining myself to sit down and read a book would help me kind of train me and help me to right. overcome some of the laziness, if right. that makes sense. Right. Well, for sure. And I think, uh, well, I even in my own life, um, I don't I don't know how you rewire your brain. I don't I don't I mean I've I've had to do it. You've had to do it. Um, you know, we all have to do it to a certain level. But I'm here to tell you, as awkward and as weird as it feels to feels to start a new habit um, or a new routine, whatever that is, um, all those awkward moments and unknowns of like, what am I, what am I doing? Um, those are natural. Like that is that's how it works. When you start breaking old habits, uh, that's just part of it, you know. But uh, I didn't, I didn't realize that. I mean, you know, early on, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm just stumbling through this. I'm thinking I'm doing something wrong. Something's not feeling right. Something's not clicking. Well, guess what? Do it for another two months. Do it for another three months, and then all of a sudden, a few things start to click, and you all of a sudden you you're like, man, maybe just trusting the process and, and believing that this is the right thing to do, although the outcome may be different than what I initially uh, wanted it or intended it to be. Who I become in that process is, I mean, it's it's. A great thing and that's ultimately i think what we're after 100 percent. and the cool thing is is that if we're alive we should be growing we should be right. changing right um changing in some areas being consistent in others and that's why i truly believe there's really no um ceiling to the amount of to the content that we'll be able to share because our routines, our our habits, they might be different in just a few months from now. Maybe right. not drastically, right. but we'll be hopefully we'll be learning new new um, <clears throat> new techniques or, or your different practices, whatever that help us become closer to who we really want to be. Right? Who's that? I I sometimes refer to who is the ideal version of myself. Right. Right. Who's that archetype? Yeah. Yep. Do you ever have you ever heard? Um, are you familiar with Ed Milet? No. Well, yeah, you sent me one of his couple of his videos. I haven't. I'm not. I haven't dove deep into his content. Okay. No. No worries. He's in a couple of his his podcasts, and I even heard. I've heard several, but not even a lot. I'm not like a heavy listener to him, but even in just the <clears> few that I have listened to, he he talks about. What if you, he like imagines himself getting to heaven someday mm. and meeting the person he was supposed to be. Okay. And 
I'm, I'm trying to remember, um, like every aspect of, of, of kind of what that's supposed to, like what he's trying to share there, but it's, it's something along the lines of how would you feel if you didn't turn out to be the person you were supposed to be? I think, yeah. And just, and kind of, um, use that thought to kind of hold yourself accountable and yep. keep yourself motivated. Right. You know, right. what if you had all this potential to have this family, have this business, whatever, develop, whatever. And because of selfishness, um, whatever laziness, yeah, right. You, you didn't get there, right? And you ended your life, and Pre- you could have been right. so much more, right? And 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 now Dan Crenshaw's book is slipping me the title of it, but it was one that I had read a couple years ago, um, and he he kind of did the same thing. He 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 made this archetype in his mind. He's a believer, so Christ is that ultimate view. Um, and one of the things that he continually struggled with was was this idea that there's someone who has it figured out, and then he gets to know them, and he and he's around them, and that um, what do you call that? That uh, just emotional, just maybe just this cloud of belief of who you think this individual is doesn't measure up to what you had. You know, right in our in our minds, right? Like, like, like a like a false expectation, right? Right. Yeah. There you go, false expectation, right? And uh, he goes, um, so he's not necessarily looking for that in an individual anymore, but he builds that up in his mind, and he tries to live his life according to that in his mind, which ultimately Christ is the foundation as a believer. Um, but Scripture doesn't give us examples of how Christ acted in every manner. Um, with today's scenarios, I mean, though the temptations and and though the outcomes uh, could potentially be the same, but you're talking two thousand years ago versus uh, two thousand twenty one when we're you know uh, things materially are much different. So how would Christ act in that, right? And so no, you're absolutely right. Building that archetype, uh, becoming, um, yeah, looking at yourself uh, from from the aspect of of who you of how you would view yourself if you were as good as you dreamed of being, so to speak. So I don't know if that makes any sense. No, no, it, it does. I'm glad you brought that up. Ooh. And the, the, you know, both, both of us are Christians and both of us believe that we are here for a reason. You know, some of the podcasts that I listen to, um, it, they they talk about well, like well we don't really know why we're here on this earth and I'm right. like I do <clears throat> you know right. and that's powerful mm-hmm. and um, now as far as what what does my day to day life need to look like now that's going to change a little bit for everybody and that's the that's the beauty of it is um, I'm not going to use the, the cheesy phrase I get to write my own story but in a sense. You can truly seek out who you are, your your strengths, your weaknesses, your um, your tendencies, what you truly want in, right. in, in life, and um, what makes you truly feel fulfilled. Uh, feel fulfilled. I shouldn't say feel fulfilled. Actually, be fulfilled. Um, and I think you know. I think some of those desires um, are come from. I think come from our Creator. Uh, himself to to a certain degree, right? Obviously, we know that those can be exploited and taken advantage of, right? Hundred percent. But yeah. but ultimately, 
we're all created a little bit differently. We're all unique, right? And I had this uh, this conversation not that long ago, and I don't remember all the specific details, but one of the things we talked about is, but why? Like, why the discipline? Why the why this idea that what we do today matters into eternity? Because the responsibility um, that you feel when, um, or maybe just the pressure that you feel and I feel when we all of a sudden start to play out, okay, well, what I do now matters into eternity. But it's like, okay, so Christ died on the cross, right? We've, and and it's through him that we have eternal life. So if, you're, if your idea is, is all I want to do is surrender my life uh, to him and get into the pearly gates, right? Great, that's a great goal. All glory to Christ. I mean, honestly, right? But, but you can't settle for that, and neither would the Spirit allow you to settle for that. At least I haven't experienced that in my own life. I've tried to set back. I've tried to idle back and just say, you know, you know, thank you, Lord. I, I really do appreciate what you've done for me and, and the price that you that that Christ paid. Um, now let me just sit back and enjoy this, right? And almost experience heaven on earth. Well, that's that's not what uh, Scripture revealed. That's not what the Holy Spirit has led me to. Um, and so now, having that in the back of your mind of, all right, Landon, you know, you being a good father to Cora, or you being a good husband to Hannah, matters. Not only now, but it some, for some reason plays a role into eternity beyond what you and I can imagine, I believe. Because otherwise, what's the purpose? Why do you take care of yourself? Mentally, why? Why? You think it's just for now? If you literally think, you know, the problem is you burn yourself out if you think, if you think what you're doing today is only for this life, you'll burn yourself out and you'll literally go nuts because this life, what I found, doesn't offer anything that will fulfill you long term. We're always moving, learning, growing. That's my experience. Going back a little further, a couple of points that you touched on made me think of a couple things. Uh, first of all, have you seen Gladiator with, um, is it Russell Crowe? Yeah. It's an, it's an older mid, mid 2000s movie. Oh, okay. Is this is this where he's he just wants to be left with his family out and 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 not be harmed? But the who truth comes to take over his community and his is it? Maybe I'm thinking no, 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 no. Glad no, that's the wrong one. I'm thinking of. Uh, well, I should just pull up my while well, my phone's up there. But no, I have. I I'm pretty sure I've watched Gladiator. It it's it's a it's one of my favorite movies. It's a fantastic movie. Uh, one of the lines that he that Russell says in the movie is. What we do in life echoes in eternity. Okay, and he's saying that to his fellow gladiators, but um, that that is applicable to all of us. You're thinking, you're thinking, man, I'm doing a podcast with a guy who hasn't watched Gladiator, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I have. I want to say I have. I think everybody has um, at one point or another. I mean, th- this this is the where the king's son gets jealous of him. And, and he's he's the army the, commander. Yeah, that's it. Is that, this that's the one? It. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. It. And then basically, he's got to work his way from the ground up. He's working with a bunch of peasants, right, and and slaves, right, and to redeem himself. And then the son kills the king, right, 
Yeah. Okay, so I'm thinking of the right yeah, one. Okay, that's the right one. Okay, all right. The, the all second right. thought I had, I I've, you were you were talking about, you were talking about like like why we're here, and like you were talking about from the perspective of a Christian, and like, you know, um, how did you say it? Uh, essentially, like, oh, if that's your goal of just getting to heaven as a Christian, yeah, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. But but <clears throat> what what we're saying is, what do you do until then? Mm-hmm. That matters. Right. You shouldn't. I've seen Christians kind of take. Um, well, I shouldn't. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to judge because I don't necessarily know their hearts. But let me put it this way: it appeared that they were so focused on. Well, what matters is heaven, that they didn't really seem to care much about <clears throat> what they did here on earth. Not. I'm not saying like they were doing bad things or anything. I'm just saying. I didn't see a whole lot of, I didn't see them utilizing their talents, their God-given talents. And again, I'm not, I'm not honestly not thinking of anybody specifically here. Right. I'm kind of speaking in, in generalities. And honestly, I can see why one might have that mindset. Mm-hmm. And right. have you ever heard it said before, there's a reason why we don't, God doesn't take us to heaven right after we're baptized? No. But, well, but, think, I, but think about that. Why? If we're if we're ready to go, right. why are we still on this earth? Why doesn't he just take us to heaven oh. right afterwards? Okay, right. But it's because right. we're here for a reason. There's right. work to do. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. You know, I always say if if you're still breathing, there's still work to do. Right. And if if even if you're bedridden or whatever, if you still got your mind, you can write, you can talk. You yep. know. Yep. There's work to be done, and and as far as what that work is, well, that that's up to you. Right. It's sure. between you and God. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. And so. This is this is beautiful. We've we've several minutes ago we've segued fairly beautifully into the why the podcast, right? But for sure, do we need to do we need to close up any any thoughts on the future episodes? I don't I don't think so. Okay, you think we're I, good? I think this is kind of playing into it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Be, because essentially, future episodes will feed off of everything that we're saying right here. Mm-hmm. They will they will stem <clears throat> from from what we're saying right here. Right. I, I would say I'm going to say one more thing about future episodes sure, because. Sure. Ultimately, where what I what worries me, or sometimes what I find out, um, you know, even about myself, maybe the 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 convictions or the ideas um, that I have today um, were different than what they were two, three, you know, last year, two, three years ago, right? Though there's this foundation, right? These these ideas and goals, convictions, drives, desires, whatever those are. Um, I'll admit change to a certain degree, but one of the things, um, you know, one of the things I'd like to say just even to our audience, uh, and, and even, you know, you and I, um, know this, but in that change or in that progression, um, understanding that, that our ideas change and not that I don't want to be held accountable to my ideas most, most certainly. Um, and I take responsibility for those. But understanding that they're going to change again, because guess what? I'm 26, so guess what? There's a lot of learning left to do. And one of the things uh, I I was telling you about uh, searching for God knows what by by Donald Miller, and I'm only I'm, I think I'm 120 pages into that. But one of the points that he brought up that I found very interesting that I think ties into future episodes is understanding. He goes, so what makes me different ideas and what makes me different from who I was 
two years ago? And was that a hindrance to my relationship with Christ? So if it was, if I interpreted, if, if I interpreted Scripture wrong to a certain degree, or I had this wrong idea of who Christ is or how Christ is supposed to intervene in my life or, or how am I supposed to worship Him, right? If we have those mixed up to a certain degree, but out of the grace of our Father, He shows us different manners, different, different ways, okay? Is that an idol? Is that an idol? That was a question he started to ask. He goes, listen, to, to a child learning and growing to know his father more, we make mistakes in that. And he goes, a lot of times we don't like to hold ourselves accountable or we don't like to give grace to another in, you know, other individuals who think differently than the way we think, right? But, the, but he goes, what, I mean, the point he was trying to make is like, listen, our ideas are changing our knowledge and experience of who God is continually changes as we learn and we grow in Him. And so let's make sure and hold ourselves just as accountable as what uh, we hold uh, you know, others accountable for, just because our thoughts are wrong sometimes. Does that, does that make any sense? No, 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 100%. You, I'm not sure which thought to hit on first. You, you okay. maybe think of a lot of things. This is good. <clears throat> And that's first and foremost, like what I was saying earlier, like I've noticed, I've noticed, um, or been more aware of, you know, like as a Christian, like if you're, if you're alive, you know, you've got, you've got work to do. It's not just about ultimately is about, it is about heaven. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm saying like, well, if and you're sir, here, you have I a mean, responsibility. Right, right. Yeah. So I, I was, like I said, I've kind of witnessed that in other Christians or maybe like a, a lack of that, um, perspective. But I'm not saying that I haven't lacked that perspective either. I would definitely say there was a time, <clears throat> well, no, there was a time, there is a time. Even still, I struggle with forgetting that, hey, you're not only your, you know, your spiritual responsibilities, but then, like, but then also your earthly responsibilities. Because like, like, as, as a husband, as a father, you know, both of us have wives and children. And to your point, is you know, I'm I'm no better than anybody else, or I'm I, I still struggle with being disciplined and staying committed. If you if you brought my wife in here, she'd she'd have some things to share about me. <laughs> but uh, so um, I forgot where I was going with that. But no, I no, I, I think well, I think uh, tying back to future episodes, I think what you just said is exactly why why we really want to do what we're what we're doing and what the future episodes oh, yeah. will hold because we're not where we want to be right right like, right. like that was sure. that's thank you that's kind of what i was trying to say is like we're not here because we've got it figured out we're no here because we know we haven't got it figured out right exactly <laughs> exactly exactly now i am grateful that i am <clears throat> i am light years ahead of where i was even just a few years ago for sure what what, what about yourself yeah, you know, I, I would say the exact same thing. Um, a lot of the a lot of the pain and mistakes, uh, you know, have have brought me to where I am uh, today. I would say life ebbs and flows. Currently, um, again, I, I would admit one hundred percent I'm not where I want to be, and I, and 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 that's fine. But again, it puts an enormous responsibility, uh, um, and and sometimes it's like, well, man, what am I missing? What you know, what do I need to do to get to where I want to be? And ultimately. Um, that is, uh, you know, that's, that's part of life for sure. 
but but absolutely um and i and i think those that you know those that are closest to me those that actually take time to listen and 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 i have a relationship with um i i i don't have a ton of very close friends i have a few close friends my you know my wife my children um you know those that take time and we have great conversation and those who know me the best would say that i i have changed uh, a ton um for the better um over the last couple of years so you know something we haven't really talked about yet is just you know when we were kind of planning for this podcast yesterday we were talking about how and this stems from like what you were just saying how you don't have a whole lot of close friends and, and essentially what that means i i can i can concur with that i can i can echo that for myself in that um they're probably you're one of the few people that i feel comfortable having that i could literally talk about anything with right Right. Which, which is why we're co-hosting this together, oh, right? Sure. Right. Um, I actually look, went back on our text messages. It was uh, back towards the end of September okay. of, of this year. Okay. It's December now that that I initially reached out to you about doing this with me. Okay. Yep. And <clears throat> I'm digressing here for a little bit, but I do want to thank you. I don't know. It, it this, this maybe still would have come about, but you really helped me make this happen. I don't know if it would have happened when it did, had you not been like partnering with me as far as like, Hey, let's schedule this call. Let's set this date. I think yep. we, we kind of like mutually decided like, yeah, let's, let's get this episode out by January 1st. Yep. But you kind of helped drive me along. One of my weaknesses is, uh, procrastination. Okay. And if something looks kind of big, <clears throat> you know, it's a lot easier to pre- procrastinate. And that's kind of why like, uh, you know, one of the like the mindset we were trying to have going into this was let's not get too caught up in the details. Let's just focus on getting started. Right. And right. so I, I want to thank you for that. Um, you know, well, you're, you're welcome. And, and I would have never, um, although I enjoy this, um, I would have never said, let's, I, I want to start, you know, I want to start a podcast. I had, um, you know, different ideas as far as, is. um, you know, sharing what I was reading. I, I literally was going to start off with, with just simple book reviews, right? Because uh, I, I enjoy reading, and then I enjoy sharing the content um, of what I've learned and what I'm actually applying, right? So was the format going to be a podcast? Probably not. But your great idea said, well, why not? Let's get started. And then, and I think that plays, you know, that that's playing a big role into why we're podcasting. You know, I mean, how cool would have that been to have you know, uh, maybe my parents or an older sibling or, or a friend say, Hey, are you looking for some, some decent, uh, you know, content, moral content, uh, solid, um, you know, just, just content that's focused on character content that's focused on, um, right. Growth and it, it from, uh, from a solid foundation. So, I mean, yeah, that would have that would have been awesome at a young age to have this. And so, will will we will we create that environment for some of these younger men um, to step up and and, and start That's to the share those? Right, for sure. I'm glad you brought that up because you mentioned that earlier, and I was going to say something, and then I then I <clears throat> forgot it. So okay, I need to take better notes here. And it's and obviously we want, I mean, we want our listeners to be anybody. Oh, but for sure. You know, both of us are a part of a men's group, uh, specifically a young dad's group. 
Yep. Um, you know, guys that are roughly around the same age within, within, you know, three to five years of each other. And we all have at least, you know, one, you know, well, I think everybody's got one to one to three kids. Um, in, so, in the dad's group. In the dad's group, right. yeah. Right. And uh, so you and I are both kind of passionate about our that demographic and kind of supporting each other and seeing each other grow, helping each other with challenges and stuff. And this podcast in some ways kind of stems from that. Now, again, like young dads is definitely not our, we're not limiting our demographic to that by any means. But what I'm trying to say is, is you and I have a, I we're still young men. For sure. And, but just like what you were just saying is if you had some resources, like what we have now and what we've learned now, if, if we had that when we were even younger, that would have helped us so much. Hopefully, <clears throat> hopefully. I mean, right. depending on what our attitudes were and how receptive we would have been. Right. But if we can, you know, um, yeah, it's just, there's, a, there's, a, there will always be challenges for young people out there. Well, just but, people in general, right? I e- mean, exactly. But I, I guess if if there's anything that we can provide, whether it's our from our own experiences or from the guests that we bring on, if we can help anybody in that way, as far as inspiring ideas, making them think, that's really our goal is to make people think. Um, because what I was starting to say earlier is, when I was referencing our conversations from yesterday, both of us are a part of circles and peer groups. <clears throat> where discussion is limited right right where certain topics are not considered appropriate and in some cases rightly so like like the at our jobs for example there's certain topics that can't be brought up or whatever and uh, sadly enough even um, among family certain right. topics are sensitive right because of different different perspectives different viewpoints right mm-hmm. and that's just that's that's just the way it is right you know with as you grow you know even though you grow up maybe even in the same household you're going to end up with uh depending on what environments you live in the people you surround yourself with your ideas are going to become different Mm -hmm. and that's not necessarily a bad thing um but my whole point is i think both of us got kind of tired of being in groups to where we had to constantly kind of watch what we were saying right right (laughs) and so what are and not like and I would and I would say to that and like not necessarily in a way to where it's anyone else's fault. Like mm-hmm. I don't blame anyone. No, yeah. I don't blame anyone for the act for for the idea that you actually need to you know, you need to be careful what you say for sure, but but to a certain degree um I don't I didn't know I didn't know what to do with the emotions and thoughts that I was feeling. It's like, well, no one's talking about this. So, am I the only one who's thinking like this or what's going on? You know, and I didn't know yeah. how to portray that without thinking, you know, without some of those other than those that are close to me thinking, man, this guy, this guy's completely lost. it. And, and it's like, well, some degree, yes, there is an element of the unknown for sure. And I don't know where all this stuff comes from and why it comes, but I'm not going to lie and pretend it's not there because it's for sure there. Yeah. And so that's one of the reasons why you and I, uh, you know, became friends <clears throat> is because where'd we meet? No, I, I just I, <laughs> that was that was three three years ago in Winthrop, Minnesota. Yeah, at a wedding, right? Right. Yeah. Um, but we kind of realized that hey, we're both we were both kind of looking for the same things, and we both we both were kind of craving the same kind of conversations, and we didn't. I'm not saying there was nobody we could talk to about these things, but 
like I said, we were kind of tired of being in those circles, whether it was church circles, work circles, family circles, to where these topics were, we knew were going to either bother somebody or we didn't feel comfortable even sharing with them. And, right. and right. what I'm referring to is just like, you know, we, we had questions. Right. You know, well, why, why this? Why that? Um, how do you feel about this? And like what you were saying is certain people, if you ask them, they'd think something was wrong with you. Or like, why are you, they would either say like, why are you questioning that? You shouldn't be questioning that. Or they would be like, I've, I've never thought of that before. Why would you even think of that? But the fact of the matter is, is there are people out there that have the same questions that we do. Right. And sure. we were blessed enough to kind of meet each other and be like, hey, like, wow, I love that you're asking those questions because I have the same questions. And <clears throat> sometimes we were able to give each other answers. And sometimes we were both like, yeah, I don't, I don't know either. But it, it was the conversation was even if there maybe wasn't necessarily an immediate answer or solution, we left pondering or considering it whenever there is consideration and thought there's an opportunity for awareness and growth right and when you when you suppress conversation or when thoughts are suppressed when, when discussion is suppressed there there will be less thought there will be less awareness mm-hmm. um for sure does that make sense oh it does and i think the other thing is um what 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 the missing piece is sometimes it's just ideas themselves people like to entertain ideas themselves but but just no implementation whatsoever and so there's this constant struggle between which ideas am i willing to um um you know to think upon to the point to where i need to implement them right and and it becomes somewhat of a battle um to a certain degree but again that's that's what was to me was it makes it you, I wouldn't say unique, but definitely different with with you when I met you. It was like, okay, here's a guy that is actually questioning these things, but then he's actually taking it to the next level where he's experimenting with those things. Like, whoa, 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 I need to back off here a little bit. Or, or hey, I had, you know, this was maybe the direction I need to head here a little bit. And um, to me, it's a whole nother level because you and I both know talk is cheap. I don't, I don't really care for talk to a certain degree. Um, I love to talk with those that are actually implementing what they're talking about. And so to me, it's like, um, you know, we could sit up here and ramble on all day. And that's, to me, we would be, I would be wasting your time and you're wasting my time and we're for sure wasting the audience time. Um, but if, when you- if nothing can be implemented if we don't implement anything. Yeah. Right, right. And if our lives aren't a reflection of what we're actually talking about, then then again, we're we're just as shallow and, and, and I mean- but again, that's that. It gives us an opportunity to the things that we talk about. Go ask my wife. Go ask my wife what I'm like. I'm serious. I mean, do we go through ups and downs? Absolutely. Go ask my coworkers what I'm like. Go. You know what I'm saying? Like, do it. And I think that ultimately is a whole nother level of communication because it's like, all right, fine. You see Braden and Landon talking on the podcast. That's that's pretty cool. But what do they like during the day? What do they like when they're disciplining their kids, or when they're correcting their kids, or when they're being the example for their kids? You, you're um, you're convicting me just by <clears throat> suggesting like who they should ask. They're probably that's a a wonderful. Um, I think it's something everybody should be considering. 
what what do others say about you? And not just one, not just your best buddies. What right. do your enemies say about you? Right. What do your competitors say about you? <laughs> um, right. Like for example, if you ask my coworkers about me, they're probably going to say some things might be consistent to what my wife would say, but okay. they're my wife is going to probably say some some. My wife knows every single struggle that I have. Oh, for sure. And it's probably the same for your oh, wife. Absolutely, and you know hers. Yeah, ex- exactly. Right. That's that's what you know, part of the part of the beauty of marriage. Right. Is amongst those things you choose love. Yes. Among yeah, in spite amongst right. yeah. Right. Um, so where I'm going with that is that's something we should all keep in mind. What are these different groups saying about you? And For sure. if you if you stop and think, what would they say about you? If you don't mm-hmm. like what they might say now, you can't always control what other people think of you. Oh, for and sure. And sometimes it doesn't really... And that shouldn't motivate... It, that should oh, not yeah. drive you. Because oftentimes it doesn't really matter. Now, what right. my wife thinks of me, that that does matter to me. Beyond that, eh. I mean, as long as I'm following the, the principles that I've set in my life, if I am, you know, the principles that I've set in my life that, that should be, you know... Um, scriptural and and just the standards that i have set for for morals ethics whatever that should be what matters the most but if if you stop and think like well this group would think i'm this way this way and this way and if you don't like that that's an opportunity to kind of reevaluate well maybe if i don't like what they might say about me what do i need to change mm-hmm. how do i need to grow and um you know i, I was just kind of as you were speaking there i was kind of reflecting on, on what we've said roughly the past you know 20 30 minutes we haven't necessarily mentioned anything specific as far as we've said a lot of things. We've used that word in like, uh, or we've talked about like topics that we can't talk about with other people. We haven't necessarily mentioned anything specific, but, but okay. that's the thing is because I think that's okay is because um, that will all kind of come out in future episodes. Oh, for sure. And yep. when we say things, it's, it's literally anything. Right. It's spiritual stuff. Right. Like it, that's, that's a big one for you and I, because, um, one thing that you and I cherish, or not cherish, we, we do cherish it, but one thing that you and I value very highly among amongst anybody, but especially from our from our church families, is authenticity, right, and genuineness, right. And I think we we've discussed and we agree that there's this this false narrative or idea that. In its subconscious, I think, but just that um, everything's fine, um, and uh, amongst like the church family, like we we all agree, we don't disagree, and that's not the truth. Correct. And the fact of the matter is, is we should be able to disagree and still live in harmony. We should should be able to get along. And I'm not, that's not even just that should be like with coworkers and stuff like that. In society, though, we're we're taught currently here in 2021, if you disagree with somebody, you should hate them, and that's such a lie. Right. And if that should not be anywhere, it should not be in the church. Right. And that's something that you and I are passionate about. Right. And um, and and ultimately understanding where we are in our human nature. I mean, you gotta you gotta think about that. For example, um, someone makes you upset. Maybe someone's idea is different than yours, and it does something to your heart. Does something to your mind. You're thinking, what? What? Uh, to you said self awareness early on. I think that's one of the thing that if we are s- submissive to the Holy Spirit, we get an abundance of that. We get an abundance of it because guess what happens? You start to understand the condition of your own heart and your need for a savior, 
and it, and it's just it's a beautiful cycle of of you and I understanding this idea that wow we don't have it figured out and wow maybe we struggle with um, you know jealousy or anger or um, you know envy whatever that happens to be if you're aware enough to understand um, what that looks like to Christ uh, in His perfection you'll understand our own sins you'll un- you'll understand our own shortcomings to a certain degree to our ability to understand perfection um obviously that's extrapolated is that a word yeah i think so (laughs) all right all right it is a word i just didn't know if i said it correctly um to a perfect god right a little a little sin to us doesn't you know our little mishap little sin doesn't seem like that big of a deal to us it is to someone who's perfect it's a big 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 deal. And that's why we don't take it lightly. And that's why you and we can't shadow over this idea that everything's okay when it's not. 100%. Because when you do that, when you and I do that, we think it's not that big of a deal. But guess what? It matters. It matters. When you are struggling with someone else in the church or you're struggling with a coworker to a certain level, that is, and you you can't control the emotions that you feel towards that individual, that matters. That matters. You were going on a roll there. I had a thought and then I lost it. Um, well, no, that's fine. Because I think, here's the other thing, and, and I don't want to, the other thing I want to touch on, on the podcasting side, because... Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Keep, yeah. keep going. I'm going to make a note here. Keep yeah, okay. Going. You make a note. Um, one of the things... One of the things that I look forward to with the podcast and just opening up, sharing, um, whatever that looks like, is is people saying, "Listen, here's here's Brayden, here's Landon. They're opening up. They're they're talking. Um, maybe I should just share with them something. Maybe I've been struggling with this. Maybe um, I should get their ideas, their input on it, or maybe they just want to come because." They know we'll listen. I, I have no idea. But one of the things, and we've talked about this with Jordan Peterson, he always says, be careful who you share good news with and be careful who you share bad news with, right? Are those you share good news with, are they genuinely happy for you? Some of them aren't. And that's and again, that's why you need to be careful. Uh, well, and, and ultimately, I need to be careful too. There's very few people I share good stuff with. You're one of them. There's very few people I share bad news with because they would delight. They would delight in the fact that I'm struggling. They might not look like it on the surface, but when you understand human nature, when you start to get an understanding of the human nature, you start to, you start to, to know those boundaries. You do. What, what's that saying? <clears throat> uh, something about air, like essentially airing out your, your problems online, like why it's pointless because... Half people don't care. The other half are glad you have them. Right. Something like that. Right. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But it doesn't just deal with online. I mean. Yeah. Any. Right. Any kind of interaction or. I don't want to cut you off. I I remember my thought. No. 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 I'm done. Go ahead. Um, What I was going to say is we've we've mentioned church a lot. We've mentioned, uh, you know, you know, faith and as far as like what we do in in relation to uh, to God and to Christ and everything. But the. One point I do want to make is 
even if, if anyone is listening to this that is that is not a believer, who, who doesn't have a faith or, or, or doesn't share the Christian faith or whatever, I truly believe that the things we'll be discussing will apply to you as well. Because sure. um, yep. here's the cool thing. Something that I've been uh, that I've noticed over the years of listening to different uh, speakers, reading different books, etc., is and, and reading articles, whatever. A lot of the times that culture or secular uh, speakers, like like Jordan Peterson, for example, Tony Robbins, a lot of the techniques that these individuals will share that that they know will help people, they're biblical. And these are so. For example, like showing gratitude, um, forgiveness. These are biblical things. But these secular people will tell you this is healthy for you. If you were able to forgive, if you were able to show gratitude, if you don't hold a grudge, if you have integrity, if you're honest. Like, are you familiar with? uh, I think I've shared some stuff with you from uh, Bedros Kulian. No, refresh. (laughs) That's okay. He's. He's the founder and CEO of uh, a fitness franchise, Fit Body Bootcamp. Okay, um, but he's he's written a book called Man Up, phenomenal book. That was one book I did not read, but I did listen to the whole thing. Okay, highly recommend that book. But you know, he's I follow him on, on social media. Uh, you'd probably consider him. I think he's got like the blue check mark and everything like that. But okay, he's really good with those. Um, those really short messages that are very like inspirational or, or motivational. A lot of them are, it's like, I feel like he could have pulled some of that out of the Bible. Personal responsibility. Yeah. That's another example. Right. Like I could go right. on and on. Like, and you know, of course, since I'm thinking uh, sitting here, I, I can only think of a few of them, but like my whole point is, is that these things don't just benefit or apply to somebody who believes in a higher power or somebody who believes in the Bible. Mm-hmm. They are, Anybody will find value in these things. They will help you out in this life. Now, will they matter in eternity? Well, that's up to you. But they, I can guarantee you, that's 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 what my point is when I say that that's based on your relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. But I can guarantee you that these things will help you with your relationships here on earth. For right. sure. For sure. And, may, and how you feel about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, ultimately, you, know, you and I believe that finding you know, true peace and purpose is through Christ. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know practicing these other things will get you closer to that for sure maybe not get you all the way there right get you closer to that but also remembering that um during you know during the process of change during the process of telling the truth during the process of taking personal responsibility uh during the process of actually pursuing your goals and holding yourself responsible um one of the things that people need to continually be aware of is the pain that's involved in that, right? Maybe I'm not okay. You like because pain, a lot like of pain from growth is what you're saying, right? The pain from growth because we shy away from that, right? We shy away from the from the pain, and when we pursue something with purpose, there are a lot of times is pain involved, and we we doubt ourselves immediately. Because of the pain, you're because saying. of the pain, right? And maybe, maybe, and again, that was probably just a lie I believed earlier on in my life was that there shouldn't be pain associated with growth, and there shouldn't be hurt associated common. with change. Yeah. Although, 
there really is nothing else but to expect. I mean, what else do you expect other than pain? What, when you're pursuing these things, again, well, get, growth is uncomfortable. Exactly. So what do you expect? Right. right. Getting your marriage to a wonderful place takes a ton of discipline. Takes a ton of discipline. But we want to get there without implementing what it takes to actually get there and in the process of it. I mean, before you can actually have open communication with your spouse, you know, I, I'm not a doctor um, um, by any means, but when you uh, when you think about the amount of hours and in, in, in things that you have to hash over and work through before you can get to the point with your spouse where you can actually just sit down and have an open, honest, real, authentic conversation just like that, takes hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of practice of arguments of disagreements of highs and lows and investing and investing yeah absolutely i've been thinking about that word a lot lately and it's you gotta invest that time right and you might have to invest money for sure um and it's but it's all going to be I can guarantee you it's worth it. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately to some people, they decide it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, there's, there's of course, we won't, we won't go down that road as far as if that's ever appropriate or not. We right. Won't, we won't go in, get right. into that right now. Not but, right now. No. Um, but the, but the point is, is <clears throat> if, um, if, if you truly, if that's what you truly want, uh, and we're, used, we're in this case, we're talking about you know marriage, for example. But I think this this could apply to anything that you truly want. But if you want a quality marriage, like you said, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be comfortable. It's not gonna be easy. It's not gonna. It's, there's gonna be pain. There's gonna be investment. There's gonna be contribution on your behalf. Now, right. we both know kind of what I was alluding to earlier. There does need to be contribution from both sides. But the other person's contribution isn't necessarily your. It's not your responsibility. You're your your contribution is what you need to focus on. Right. Um, and oftentimes if you worry about your, don't worry about yourself in that you only care about your own needs. I'm very guilty of that, but, um, but worry about yourself as far as what do you need to change as opposed to only worrying about them and what they need to change. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you if, if you focus more on what you need to change and how you can grow and improve that alone will how should I say this? That will end. They will notice that in this case, like, like your spouse and they will appreciate that and you will see change in them simply because you were working on yourself. For sure. It's, it's kind of like, um, you know, um, the whole old adage of, um, what's that Bible verse heaping, heaping coals of fire on. Right. On, on basically on your enemy's head. Yeah. Cause you, you, uh, were willing to be, be meek and compassionate and to the point where they were so inspired by your love humility. and forgiveness, yeah, your right. humility, right. that it changed their heart as well. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Um, again, we could that th- there could be a lot to unpack there. There's For sure. There's there's uh, there's param- not, Yeah, that that's not a a one size fits all situation, right? But right. but uh, you know that should be a a, a practice with anybody that you find yourself at odds with is my point. Right. Right. Taking right, taking the initiative and, and actually taking the the discipline and the time to 
have have those conversations, whether that's with the spouse or your kids. Um, and and it might be just as easy to make a list of things you need to stop doing in those uh, marriage engagements or in those parenting uh, engagements as well. And again, this this isn't just limited to marriage. It could be if are you a, a leader at your work? Do you have a team? Right. Are there some that you can't really reach or, or connect with, um, and you know get them to to work? You know, are you are you leading from the front or from behind? And these are questions you have to ask yourself. And again, I think um, if if you can if you have the ability to connect with people, that's when you're going to have the greatest impact. If you can connect with people, you think of every um, you know you know think of Jesus. Mm-hmm. he had the ability to connect with people like none other. Right. And he inspired so many people. There's 2,000 years later, there's still people that are, you know, uh, his followers are alive and well. Right. There's 2,000 still, years later. Right. right. And so, but, and if we look at the life of Christ, what were his qualities? You know, what were his characteristics? Well, it was, it was, compassion it was um well here it was it was things like compassion empathy meekness humility but it was also truth and justice right he didn't let truth and justice slide simply because he loved people and but it's it's all about in the way that you express truth and love now you and i both believe in absolute truth to mm-hmm. some people truth is relative right um but um where was i going with that it's um Go ahead. Sorry, I, I lost where I was going. No, that that's, first that's all right. I, well, I think that, I mean, ultimately here, um, you know, that that's what future uh, podcasts are going to look like. I mean, we're, we're going to talk about, I, I'm really not sure if there's anything off limits. I mean, I, I'm willing to, to talk and, and learn um, really about anything at this point. Um, and, and genuinely, although I there's people that we would bring on that um, I would, would possibly obviously disagree with. But to me, listening to them, hearing them out, um, and uh, getting to know them, make them feel heard, um, but also, you know, encouraging each other in whichever way, or whatever that looks like. I mean, that that's what this is going to be about. I think there's going to be a lot of that. I think so, too. And uh, what I was trying to say earlier is seek to have that connection. There's some sure. people that you'll never have a connection with regardless of how hard you try. And that's okay. That's just the way it is. But if you truly want to have an impact on others, and I'm not, I'm not saying you're going to be like a motivational speaker or anything like that, but every single person listening to this is impacting someone. They mm-hmm. have their sphere of influence. They're, yes. They're, right. Whether they're, you know, whether they're, you know, a spouse or whether they're like in, in the workplace when, whether you're a superior or not, you have the ability to impact others. And it all comes down to that connection and that ability to be able to have an open and honest discussion. Yeah. And, um, whether you, if you can have a discussion about somebody about a topic that you disagree on and you're able to leave with mutual respect, that is, well, first of all, it's, it's sadly very rare. It doesn't happen very often nowadays, but that's extremely powerful. Right. You have a relationship with that person that is, that's powerful. And that's that's ultimately what we want to promote is 
And again, you're not going to be able to have a connection with everybody, but at least be able to have a civil discussion, be able to um, clearly present your your convictions, your feelings, your standards. Well, and respect. I think you hit it on the head there with respect. I mean, you can disagree with anyone you want to disagree with, and there might not be love there. You might not even be having, you might not have that connection with them. But as long as you, what you're, you know, at least should aim for in every conversation is a sense of respect. Uh, you know, although I might not respect um, maybe the outcomes of their life, so to speak, but who they are as an individual, hundred percent, we absolutely have to do that. I'm glad you. I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, there's a lot of people that I don't condone their lifestyle or you know, what they're doing, what they stand for, but I will always, I'll do my best to support them and respect them as a human being. Right. Right. And some people say, well, if you don't respect my lifestyle, you don't respect me. And that, okay, that's, you know, if you feel that way, okay. But what I think part of the, and one of the things that we run into is as different human beings, we value different things, different results in our lives. Christ will call them fruits. What fruits are you bearing? Um, and, and to others, they're not going to have that. I mean, to other people, you and I um, probably expect a lot of this you know, the same things out of our lives and out of the the example that we show, right, and the fruit that we bear. Others might be different. Like, they might not care. You know, finances probably don't matter to them. Or or having, um, you know, maybe maybe it's not finances. Maybe it's, um, um, they're not into to reading. They're not into uh, having conversation. They're into their Xbox, their PlayStation. And to them, that's important. Whatever, that's probably a bad example, but I'm just saying, it's like, can I relate to someone who thinks a PlayStation 5 is the greatest thing ever? I would probably have my struggles, but at the same point, um, if I can't, uh, you know, find a way to respect and admire their desire for that, then maybe I should, uh, you know, maybe I should figure out why I can't figure that out. You know, I mean... You got, you got your have, heart and, and right. ask yourself why, yeah. Right. I mean, again, that, that goes so far as well. I mean, just, so, again, you got me thinking. And again, this isn't just in one uh, context or one relationship. This is with anybody. Right. And that's the beauty of, it's the beauty of discussion. That's the beauty of, um, you know, uh, you know, personal connection. And, and like I said, having that, recognizing and acknowledging the fact that you do have impact on others and what you say, what you do doesn't go unnoticed and keep that in mind is that others are watching you and there's people that respect you that you probably don't realize and people that don't respect you that you don't realize, but either way, it does matter how you speak to others and uh, how you make them feel, you know, like, like the old saying, uh, people don't remember, like what you told them or they'll remember how you made them feel right. something along exactly. those lines. Right. And right. that's, there's, that's so true. And we're not out here to be everybody's best friend. That's not what we're saying, but because you're, but be willing to have those discussions that allow you to learn. Cause sometimes we learn the most when talking to somebody that we don't agree with that we're not friends with. Right. For sure. And that's what we're here about. We're here. Right. We're here to learn. Right. For sure. For sure. All right, everyone, we're going to hit the pause button right there for today. 
Be on the lookout for part two of this episode where Braden asks me some specific questions regarding how my priorities and habits have changed over the past three years. Thank you so much for listening to Inquire Inside, and we'll talk to you next time.